It is the 8 o'clock hour here on the morning morning shift. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer of your home today. Do not say anything evil uh, and start packing. What you got there, Tiff? What, what happened? Did Rusty just Rusty come in? Rusty gave me a gift. Rusty Denzel, who's in with Steakhouse today, What's brought that me gift a, for? a t-shirt. Just for being the all-around Swell person. Swell gal. Swell um, gal. Is that what it is? <laughs> that's what it's for. He needs the wake-up call. That's what that's what it is. I think it was I think it was uh, a, a very happy soft relationship t-shirt. gift. This yeah. is a very soft t-shirt. Maybe so, man. I don't Thanks, know. Thanks, Rusty. I don't know. Um, this. Actually really nice. But you're the pride of Georgia State. I can wear any t-shirt. Maybe the wake-up call needs to go to anybody out there that's stuck in the friend zone. You know, maybe that's maybe that's what needs to happen today. I don't know if uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been in that situation where you've been stuck in the friend zone, but get out of that thing, man. Do whatever you got to do to kick the door down. Get out of that situation. Are you? I don't understand why you just randomly decided to bring up. I just zone. think that you know sometimes that uh, if I, there is certain females in this world, they'll stick guy in the friend zone and uh, I go to I'm Valentine's Day anybody. and never admit that it was a date. I mean, I think anybody too that you know has any. Secret lovers out there that are trying to keep, you know, certain relationships uh, a secret. I think they need a wake up call too. Dun, 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 dun. We're an open book on this show. And Thank you very much. So, and, and you did hang out yeah, with yeah. somebody like three days out of a seven day week, and you didn't bring you it up are, until we forced you. you, you so, all, I mean, all of you are dead to it me. Had to be okay? somebody. Really all of you are dead to me. I am going to the lines now, and I don't think I'm going to like what I'm. <laughs> Getting here because I see some, uh, uh. see some two familiar people on this uh, on this list. We'll start with <laughs> Squid Billion in Dallas, All Georgia. Right. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, What's Elder up? Squid, sir. I don't I don't really have a wake up call this morning, but I got two questions for you guys. Uh, first, I, I like the cousins idea, but I know that he's probably out of everybody the most uh, the biggest question mark when it comes to health and injury. So if we trade for Cousins, what what do the Falcons need to do to back up? Is is Ritter the backup? Are we going to trade like get a backup for free agency? But what do you guys think about what that situation should be? And second, as a member of the nation, Elder Squid, I got to be honest, your your gingerbread man needs a little bit of work. But uh, I just wanted to ask, uh, you brought up the question of what for each of you, Dylan included, what's your best uh, impression? What do you guys what what's the best one in your arsenal? Uh, I, I also, you know, I want to know if the pastry man, is there history with the pastry man? Is this a new mm. thing? Like what? How long has the status been there? You know, mm. I'm just curious. Mm. Good, all good questions. Um, good. Um, why don't you address, you we don't have to address that. First. We don't have to address his name. Oh, I, figured we, I figured we go last through first. It's not, there's no history. Um, I've been friends, capital F, with pastry man. For two two years or something. <laughs> Wheezy friends, baby. <laughs> With the <cat. laughs> Oh, I hate you. Uh, you know you can be lovers and friends. <laughs> no, no, you can't. That's We're, what Usher this said. Is a, this is a friend zone. If there is a friend zone, a city called friend zone, or a, a country called friend zone, like we would be the capital of yeah, that Would, would he country. be the mayor mm. of friend or, zone? Mm. Is that what you're saying? Mm. Capital of that state, whatever. Mm. That's You're the power couple in Friends Oh, City. no. All right. Interesting. All right. Do you want to answer Squidbillion's uh, other? Uh, the Kirk Cousins thing, uh, I would probably say that Ritter would be your backup. I think it's a cheap option. I think he has to be. And you get rid of the Heineke contract. And if you're going to pay Kirk Cousins you. that much money, you're going to have to pinch pennies. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
Absolutely. That's why I think it needs to be a three-year deal. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think that uh, Ritter, Ritter's probably your backup. It was interesting listening to TJ Yates' comments over the weekend about uh, you know how he thinks Ritter can grow and how you know we don't fans and, and media don't allow guys to really grow into those roles anymore. I know that on this show we did our best to allow Desmond Ritter to grow, but uh, you know he yes, kept um, kept stabbing us in the back on that train. So, um, and to his other question, what was the other question? Oh, about the per, uh, impersonations. Yeah. I mean, I'm not um, a big impersonation. I don't. I don't on, usually do famous people. It's usually people that I know. Lots that are to think in the on that. I have yeah. a good uh, impersonation or impression, I guess I should oh, say. Hurry up! I'm so scared. I, like, I I do a very good. I feel like Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. I don't. Are you gonna do it now? <laughs> um, hold on. Okay, I'm gonna uh, is ma- you hold on. Hold on, I got you. Is mayonnaise an instrument? Oh my god. Somebody immediately, like, Someone's permanently unplug this okay. guy. Where's the Somebody leak, ma'am? unplug this guy. I'm going back to the lines oh my now. God. We I'm... got Menti, who today is making deliveries in downtown Atlanta. What's up, Menti? Don't come for me this morning. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> Mike, that's the best cross-examination I heard in the last seven days. Thank and trust you, me, sir. there's another one out there that I did hear. Yeah, that's uh, sad. But after... After the first date, when Tiffany said they were just friends, there was a member of Mike's Mafia down in Macon. He dropped his pecan pie. After the second time, she said they went on a date, and and they were just friends. There's a member of Squid Nation up at the Calhoun's Bucky's. He choked on his deer jerky. And by the time, by the time she said they went on the third date, and they were just friends, I was on I-20 at the downtown connector looking at the remnants of a fender bender, and it looked like a member of Mike's Mafia and a member of, of, of Squid Nation was about to come to blows over this fender bender. And they heard, they heard over the radio that you said after the third date, y'all was just friends, and them boys stopped right there in the middle of the interstate, and they had one tear come down the side of their eye collectively. I jumped out my truck with some napkins and ran over to them guys, and Squid, the Squid Nation dude looked at me and said, did she really just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Minty, Minty, we are friends hang out. It's the same as if I go to get coffee with one of hey, my girlfriends. Hey, beautiful. Beautifully said. I told both of them that's where we are when clearly this man is orbiting Tiffany like the moon orbits. No, the this Earth. man mm. wants to be friends mm. as well. This man wants know. it's I not. Think, this think is his, not. I think that's his safety. I, I haven't maneuver. been this disappointed since, since Outcast broke up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It just I'm I'm gonna be honest, it just sounds like a very intimate thing to share pastries with someone. It's well, not. I, listen, it's, bre- it's breakfast. I think it's a safety measure on his part to it say is, he wants to be friends. Driving separate vehicles. We're going back to the lines. Thanks, mentee. Whatever. Okay. That was a brilliant call. <laughs> Great stuff. But two brilliant calls. Let's in a row. go to James and his crane. What's up, James? <laughs> James. I know you're coming for me too. <laughs> not to just leave. Hey, good morning, y'all. No, Tiffany, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not coming for you at all, I promise. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, my wake-up call, I guess, would be for Bo. Um, bro, you are wasted as a radio host, man. You were coming with some heavy-hitting questions during that cross-examination trying to uh, find the uh, identity of uh, pastry feet, dude. Um, if you ever get it done with the radio, I think you got a bright future as a criminal investigator. Step right into law school, my friend. Dude, that is a good call. That was, I, I, one of the things that I've always, uh, in my house, if my wife moves one thing, I'm like, 
Oh, we got CSI over here. Remove this. <laughs> wow. What? What is this? What, what is this? What is this remnants here? What, was, this was not here when I left. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am all over. That's just a good call by James and the Crane. I, my wife would tell y'all right now that I have always told her in another life I am an, I am an attorney. I would have loved to have been. I would have loved to have been an attorney because I feel like I can come up with the other side of the story in the craziest possible way that things could have happened. See, we would have worked together because yeah. it'd be like law, an episode oh, no. of Law and Order, yeah, and I'd be been. the investigator, and then I would come to you that you'd be like, hey, you got to prosecute. No, I will yeah. not. Whatever will you not think might have happened, I can come up with a way that some other way yeah. that it would have been just just a one in a million chance that it could have happened a different and way. And then here with Tiffany come in lying about something on the witness stand. Yeah. And, We'd we'll get, get her stuttering. You guys would get never, her stuttering. I would. I'd be like, "Why aren't you looking you at me? Why aren't you looking at me in the eye?" You guys would be scared. We'd hire Jeffrey, body language experts. You were in here bundled up, and we started. Uh, All right. We started cross-examining you, and that jacket came off because you were sweating bullets. Because it's warm in here now. So, all right. Good morning, Larry. <laughs> What's going on, Larry? Good morning. Good morning, folks. Um, <laughs> you guys have been killing me all morning. It's been crazy up in this truck. Mm. But anyway, college football, just run real quick. I got two things. College football, first of all. When I first came to Georgia, I didn't watch much college football. Of course, after listening to 92-9 game, then I started to really love it. But after the last two years, it just seems to have lost its luster and gone downhill, and I don't know what I can do to get you know my feeling back for college football. It's just hard for me to watch it. The second thing is, the second thing is, is uh, every, every, sometimes, you know, Stella just got to get her groove back. Mm. And mm. there's nothing you can do about, <laughs> you know, when Stella got to go get her groove back. No matter whether it's a friend or a lover or a secret lover, it's just, sometimes you just got to go do what you got to do. Yeah, so, you know, we yeah. just, yeah, it's nothing you can do about it. And no matter Sometimes when you try to deny it and try to defend it all the time, it kind of makes it a little bit worse. Mm. That's you know, that's my wake-up call. Yeah. It's, it's a slight wake-up call, but sometimes you just got to be quiet and let the let everything fall where it is, not right. not defend it all the time. I think he's. I, I think that uh, what he's saying, Tiff, is yeah. uh, just let it play out. You know uh, right? Don't try to label it as back. a friend zone. Just Don't try to label it as a friend group. zone. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I do want to. I do want to talk about his college football oh, point. That's hilarious. I do want to talk about his college oh, football point because the, the, on our on our rundown today was uh, about Bama hiring Nick Sheridan as the offense coordinator or the co OC or whatever it may be. I found myself feeling just like Larry did, and I have felt that way. And it seems like we've talked. We've been on the air for almost a year, and when we talk about that, it's like I I just it just missing something. There's something not there. And I felt that way during recruiting. It was like, man, I don't, I don't know if I can follow recruiting the way I used to. It used to be like, oh man, great. You're going to have this guy for three or four years. You know, you got a five-star recruit. And then now it's like, is he going to be there in a month? Like, is he going to be there in in six months? Is he going to finish this season? Is he going to finish this season? season? Is that coach going to leave? Is that coach going to leave? It's just, it's the wild, wild west. And I think that's what makes it so hard to really follow around, especially and a time like this, when so many rules are changing, so many things are up in the air, so many coaches are, are out, so many players are out, and I'm with I'm with Larry on that one, man. It's 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 still I still love it. It's still uh, the top of my list, you know, as far as sports go. But man, I, I can't quite sink my teeth in the way I once did. Well, you can sink your teeth into this Spencer Strider's new pitch. We'll get into it next year on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 99 The Game. In this crazy chance to be all alone, we both know that we should.
Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of The Morning Shift. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You, you got what I need. <laughs> but you say he's just a friend. Yo! Oh, I see Garrett's coming Yo. in here. Who's doing with that? Dylan? Bo Morgan? Hey, um, I gotta give a shout out to um, Laptop Lombardi FF on Twitter. Hit me up with that request for Tiffany. Yeah. I'm done with all all of you. So, hey, man, I'm a man of the people. Hashtag pastry man continues. I'm done with all you. Spencer Strider working on a. What did you say? How about them Braves, too? How about them Braves? How about them Braves? Braves? Spencer Strider working on a curveball in spring trading. And this should be scary for everyone else out there in Major League Baseball right now. Yeah, I think it is. My question is where does Spencer, at, at the end of the year, where will Spencer Strider fit in as far as the rotation goes? Is he the ace? Is Spencer Strider the ace of the staff? Well, I don't think he is right now. My question is, by the time you get to midseason, are we saying, once again, Spencer Strider is the stopper? He's the stopper. Who was your best pitcher last year? Spencer Strider. Okay. And what's going to happen? Max Freed was on the the IL three times. What's going to happen at the end of this season? Are you asking me what's going to happen at the end of the season? Well, are you just telling me that it's going to happen exactly like it did last what year? What I'm telling you is, is this is Max Fried's last year in Atlanta Braves uniform. Okay, and that's there what you're is, saying is there he's is, leaving. Yes, there is nothing that 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 shows me otherwise. If you go by what they've done in the past, which is, you know, they have these negotiations you don't really hear about, and if guys don't come out when you contracts, it means they're not agreeing. Because we know that you know these deals that they've they've sprung with the guys like Strider and Acuna in the past, and Albies and Michael Harris and Austin Riley, they've come out of nowhere. Didn't even know they were talking. Didn't know there was an extension going on. Boom, Freed falls into the Freddie Freeman, Dansby Swanson thing, where well they're going to be a free agent this year. Their arbitration is going to be up this year. Means he's going. So what I'm telling you is, I think Spencer Strider is going to be moving into that ace role. Yeah, I do. And in and in order for him to be consistent, because look, as good as he was last year, as many strikeouts as he's had, you know, record breaking strikeout amount his first uh two seasons, he's he's went in lulls where he's gotten shelled. And and, and having a third pitch would be huge for him. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's simply a matter of changing the plane of of the opposing hitter's swing, right? When you throw that slider, that sweeper, sometimes it kind of follows along the angle of the bat. You can still kind of get wood on it. You can still kind of hit the sweet spot. And you can, if you can do that, then you can sit on certain pitches, right? You can sit on the fastball and kind of react to the slider. Once you change the trajectory and get that 12-6 hook going, then all of a sudden things kind of get a little bit different. Uh, and I know that he's got, you know, listen, he's got more than that. It's, he's not just a two-pitch pitcher. But those are kind of his put-away pitches. And when you're throwing 100 and you got a slider as good as he does, then you can get by with that. I think his goal this year, and I think he would probably state this, stop giving up the big flies, right? Stop giving up the 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 huge innings uh, where you give up three run home run at the top of the fourth, uh, and then all of a sudden you're playing from high. I, I think that's kind of what we're looking at. This from The Athletic. Uh, Strider was kind of trying to downplay all this a little bit, but he said that he's just been working on a couple things, just like playing with different shapes, of the slider, the terminology, you know, and all this stuff, sweeper, slider, cutter, curve, slurve, 
who knows what anything does. I think it's just manipulating the ball a little bit more to see what kind of different shapes that you could get. Now, Dave O'Brien, who wrote this article, David O'Brien from The Athletic, uh, he did go on to say that Strider worked on the pitch this winter, and if he's confident enough to throw it in games that count, the thought of him giving hitters that breaking ball to think about is enough to make even more Strider K's dance in the heads of Braves fans, coaches, and Snitker, who also, by the way, said that it was really impressive what he's done, what he did with it, and how he's going to use it. He thought it was really good, and it was great to also see Austin and Matt Olson up there, um, obviously at the plate, uh, when he was tossing that stuff and getting their opinion on it too. Yeah, his durability, you know, haven't there's been innings where he's thrown so many pitches, and it's really the 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 inability to have a, another out pitch. I mean, you can throw other pitches, but having it as an out, a true out pitch, and if you watch Rob Friedman on Twitter, you guys go to him. He did an overlay of Strider's fastball and the pitch he was throwing the other day, whether it's a curveball, slur, whatever. And I'm telling you, halfway to the plate, well, let's put it this way. By the time a major league batter needs to make his mind up to swing, the way that ball was breaking when that was at that moment, you ain't going to know what the hell he's throwing at you. No, you're not. And honestly, when he started talking about the curveball, the first guy that popped in my mind was actually Justin Verlander, um, right, when he throws that four-seamer. He's got the slider, but I think he throws his curveball. I'd have to check it. It throws his curveball at about a 20% clip, right? And I think the slider's a little bit more than that. And then half the time you're going four-seam fastball, and he's another guy that can kind of get up in that 99 range, much in the way that Spencer Strider can. And I think that's has a lot to do with Justin Verlander's longevity, right, that he has some of those put-out pitches that you don't have to go to full counts and rely on, you know, getting the strikeout all the time. And I think, listen, we talk about strikeouts as a good thing, and we should talk about strikeouts as a good thing. But that doesn't always mean that you're going to get to, you know, that, that 200, 250 innings pitch mark uh, towards the end of the season as being a good thing. It's been Strider's age. It's fine. As he continues to grow into that role, and that's kind of why I mentioned him as being an ace towards the end of the season, he's got to get out of some of these situations without, you know, 35 pitches in an inning, 40 pitches in an inning. And hopefully that curveball can kind of help him, uh, you know, trend towards getting that done. Oh, look, I mean, you think about it, and other than a guy like Greg Maddox, who was always a location guy, some of these power pitchers have to reinvent themselves in some ways. I mean, look at Smoltz went through for an era there. Because John Smoltz was a power pitcher. And honestly, what, ha- what wins in the, in the playoffs are guys that can blow you by. You, you get in there worrying about location, you'll get touched up. You'll you'll have a bad inning where you know you're walking guys. Strider Strider has got that heat, but there's been moments where he doesn't locate. Guys can fi- think about it this way: How many times have teams worked counts against him, where they know fastball, 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 and you might be throwing 99, 100, 98, 101, 100, 99. But if I know it's coming and I'm sitting on it and I'm a major league hitter, I'm going to get something on it. And now this at bat that could have been a three to six pitch at bat is now a eight to 12 pitch at bat. And you have two of those an inning or one of those an inning and you get the other guys out, maybe five or six, maybe seven. And then you go these up. Now you're looking at 20 to 30 pitch innings. So you get through the fourth inning and this guy's throwing like 85 pitches, man. And if you have a out pitch that you own, maybe only throw it 20% of the time, but you know that you can mix it in there, dude, that gets you out of – you don't have these long counts. And that takes, you know, a guy with 
generational arm strength. Mm. Mm. I mean, mm. don't you wait, don't you forward you that word? Don't you forward that word? You've been you've uh, been hey. deucing on that word all day. Well, that's what I've told you. Right. It. it stands don't for everybody. You, don't it's, you keep pushing that? Well, I mean, no. Look, there's only one but, guy. But and I kid when I say that. But this is a guy with 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 very good. Oh, arm it's like talent. I said, if you can mix it in fifteen or twenty percent of the time, that they know it's part of the scouting report and actually throw it for strikes and get out. A lot of times that ends up being a kind of a mental thing. And is it weird already? That Spencer Strider's first start in spring training, I feel like it's must see TV. Like now, I want now. I, now, now I you want to see what he's bringing. Now I have to yeah. see it. Like now, I have to 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 get that view because we had that you know that view from behind. Uh, you know the Grant McCauley put out, and now I want to see it from behind the pitcher. Now I want to see the TV angle of what he's, because he mentions it when he's talking about. It. So, you know, it's about different movement, arm slots, other different things like shapes. that. Different shapes. What a good word. I know. Different shapes. It. Uh, different shapes, and now I want to see it from you know where that camera is out in center field and see the different shapes. Just imagine if this guy can start going instead of four to six innings, five to seven innings, and just and it's well that's only like an inning you know maybe an inning difference, but consistently if you're going deeper in these games, and he did it last year, he got to the point where he was going deeper in games, but now he goes a little bit deeper. That's once every five days. You're like. And now, look, you're going to have your blow-ups. But, mo- but normally, you know, I'd say four out of five starts or five out of no, – I'd say probably like seven out of ten starts. He's, he's got it. Your uh, bullpen now. I, I have an idea. Is there any way that we could get Bo to do, just for, just for spring training, a mustache? Is there any way that we can get him to do the strider? Oh, mustache? to shave the nah, – Yeah, to shave the a, beard But I was bit. just looking Where at this picture of strider because it looks like he – I don't know if this is an updated uh, – well, he had a playoff Photo. beard at one point. He's kind, no. You kind of have the similar thing going on. Right. Right. Well, it, you know, Tiff, this this jumped out at me. When they were Already. leaving the battery and they were playing uh, Philadelphia, I guess, they were headed you know, headed to wherever they were in the playoffs. Um, he had just the sash, right? He had the aviators on, and he looked kind of like Bo. And I was like, man, this looks like Bo boarding the bus with his suit on, headed up to Philadelphia. And now I'm looking at Bo, and he's got his hood up today because he's, he's weird. Um, now I'm looking at Bo going, dude, if you just had the mustache with the aviators and the Gucci bag. Is this bag, your Halloween costume now? Yeah. No, nah, look, I- I'm going to give a, Andy Bunker does it during the summer. He's got his Strider stash that he does. And I'm not going to take that from the man. I mean, look, everybody knows well, that. Not just spring training from him. I mean, everybody knows that I, I, I could probably grow the best mustache of anyone on the I believe staff. in you. You yeah. already have one now. You, you just think... have it connected. You know, you have the full wait, beard. Wait, 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 wait. I would probably this... look like a younger Tom Selleck. I mean, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, his, his stash wouldn't. You're not going to do, like, you the think, wax. You think he would grow a better mustache than me? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, or look what? at that thing right now. Are you kidding? That's because he's letting it get out of hand. But that's what I'm saying. He oh, you're not grow. groomed properly over there yourself, tough guy. Well, look, man, I'm just saying that if I wanted <laughs> to do a mustache, I would bury you on my. I would bury you on the facial hair. Both of you shave your beards and just rock the. I've seen my chin that. since I was 15, Tiff. I have to have a chin to see, and it's not one there. <laughs> <laughs> you say exactly. You don't have a chin. Exactly. No, I'm chinless. Uh, straight from lips, Adams. <laughs> you don't have a chin. <laughs> Uh, I just, I think you, sh- I think you should grow a mustache. We should be able to see that chin at some point. Give the people what they want, Bo. Yeah. Give the people what they want. We should, uh, whenever Dylon, uh, we should do a, a poll. Who are these people? Yeah, get these people off All my your friends back on today. X. We'll get the people off my back today. And put All your friends on, your, on, put on X. Well, they would just say it was a generational mustache. Yeah, is that what they'd say? Yeah. A generational stash. Like you have an old school stash. That's what you would have. You should, d- dude. We gotta make this happen. No. Uh, is there anything that we could proposition you with? Lots of money. 
No, that's not. Okay, that's not, that's not happening. We could, maybe, maybe we could unveil the pastry man. Maybe, no, we no, <laughs> we're not. There almost, is no <laughs> such thing as the pastry, pastry man. Hey, she There's, almost goes. Mm, yo, oh, oh. No. Does People, he live down the street from the Muffin Man? Man, I don't know. All right, everybody, you guys have girls that are friends. Girls have guys that are friends. We all can get along here in this world. That's what makes I'm married. America. I don't have any friends that are girls. What are you talking about? They're neighbors and uh, I used to have a friend that was you, a girl. I guess. I okay. used to have a friend that was a girl. <laughs> now I'm married. Now you married. Hardy har har. We'll be right back here. We're gonna have a life of squid when we come back on the morning shift. On Sports Radio, night <laughs> We're gonna get on down now. We're talking all things Atlanta sports and beyond. This is the morning shift. <laughs> Make some noise! On Sports Radio 929 the game. We are back here on the morning shift, and we will be giving you every time I get a look. Well, I'm just I, like it hit me during the break. Okay. Is the the one question we didn't ask about the uh, pastry man? Does he know what you do for a living? Does he know that you do a radio show? Let me say this hour is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. <laughs> Go to markspain.com to get Slash. a guaranteed offer on your home today and, and start, start packing. packing. Slash, does he listen to the show? Are there? Uh, what are the odds that he heard us? At 6.40, talking about y'all's Valentine's Probably, dinner. It was not a Valentine's. It was a dinner that happened to be on Valentine's Day. And okay. I don't believe he heard anything. Okay. Unless someone tells him. because I. But nobody knows who he is, so. Right. So he doesn't support you and what you do? Like you well, need to drop hey, this slow guy. Slow down. They're just friends, Bo. We're just friends. Yeah, you don't, have you don't support. support your friends? No. I mean, if my friends what had is- a radio show up this early, I probably wouldn't. I was going to say, not at 640. Yeah, I'd probably be like, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, good Does good he have a nine-to-five job, pastry man? Yes. Okay. Ish. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just, I was just curious what time he would be if he was in the car listening. I mean, I don't I don't. Has think, he ever listened to the show? I don't believe so. I don't think he has. I don't know. If he does, he's not. To, I, I don't know. So I'm hoping oh, that he's not listening. But I know that some of his friends do listen to the show. So many questions. And they probably, without me even saying the name, the friends that listen to the show are probably like, oh, I know who this person because, is. Because of the pastries. No, stop saying okay, pastries. Just, okay, I'm sorry. They're just desserts that you can have for <laughs> breakfast or you can have them for dinner. <laughs> like, like, no one uses like, the word pastry. I live like in the pastry family. Look, no. look, you there's know, no, I don't believe that. Uh, you guys went with Mystery Man yesterday. I don't think Mystery Man. Well, it doesn't seem like it's a mystery to mystery everybody else, not you. That's why Pastry Man sounds a lot better. Yeah, I like pastry man. Yeah. Or pastry guy. Sounds uh, creepy. <laughs> well, maybe his I mean, last name's Baker. That would even be better. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe that's why he got friend zone, because he's creepy. I don't know. Wait, he's a, he's, a, he's friend zone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. It sounds like the friend zone thing is a coping mechanism for him. It, oh my gosh. Are you we trying I mean? to do like a therapy you know, session? I'm just saying, here? maybe what he's putting happening? himself in the friend zone. Maybe he, you're like, he wants to be in the friend zone. Maybe that's just the way he copes with denial. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Got a, I don't know. I think we're maybe, all searching for answers here. Well, maybe it's a confidence issue on his part. There's something we're missing here. I don't maybe, know. maybe he doesn't think he's good enough for big time. That's Blackman. what I'm saying. This that's is yeah. my point. Is. Not this is the direction I thought we were uh, going in. Okay. Today, well, that's why I gave you a look entirely today. Right. Like I had a feeling you guys were going to probably give me crap based on what transpired yesterday because of the wake up call. But you didn't think we'd have a nickname for him by the end of the show, did you? Did not and think that you. Yeah. Not a hashtag. Two people put it, and that's it. No. If you might know the 
No, 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 There's no, a pastry no, no. man sighting. Pastry man is single, so if I have any, if there's any female listeners out there, I will set you up. If you or someone you know, and, unbelievable. And know the identity or the whereabouts of the pastry guy, if so. you can call 404 <laughs> he happens to be with pastry man. No, no, oh, do not. No, 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 no. Well, that will never room, hang. Give it a we'll, <laughs> pastry man. We'll never hang out again. So okay. I think you guys have put the nail on the coffin. On Once that, again, so. if you know the identity or whereabouts of hashtag the pastry guy, <laughs> no. you can call 404-726-0929 or tweet a radio personality <laughs> near you. This was supposed to be fun, and now y'all taking it to a whole other level. It's time for a look back into the mind of Squid Billy. Hey, he might even talk sports. This is the life of Squid on the morning shift. Brought to you by Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. So good you'll want breakfast all day. Go to thebreakfastsauce.com or find a retailer near you. That's right. And by the way, ding. Into the repertoire. <laughs> You can't just right. start a sentence with "and by the way." Like you haven't said you anything else. You don't, you don't. You don't need a qualifier on that sentence. This is you my, haven't said hey, anything. Hey, that's this right. Is my and by segment. The way. This is my segment. Somebody and I do guy. whatever the hell I want in my segment. Don't you do what you want in your segment? Well, by the yeah. Way. And by the way, I I am going to tell you what to do. Well, I'm not listening. All right. Well, let's let's do your segment. Bloody Mary mix is here. The W sauce. All right. The breakfast sauce, breakfast sauce to the fire shower. Or well, now it's the Bloody Mary mix from the W sauce. So go to WSauce.com and find a retailer near you. Or you just order it online right now, man, because you can get it online. Yeah. Um, doesn't sound like Rick Patino is going to friend zone his team anytime <laughs> soon, Tiffany, because uh, the legendary coach sense. is at St. John's now. And, uh, he went on a pretty, uh, well, some are calling despicable. I haven't heard this yet, so I'm excited. And some My are calling epic. I heard it. Tiffany enjoyed it because she's mean. <laughs> no. And so <laughs> she enjoys this kind of stuff. So uh, let, let's hear uh, Rick Patino's description of his team's shortcomings. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even, even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. All right, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like this sounds like Rick Pitino has 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 not coaching college basketball, but like he's like in a middle school. He's six. He's, he's, he's well laterally. He's been he's been relegated to like a middle school and it's an HBO comedy and Danny McBride is gonna walk through at any point in time like. and he's like yeah. this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had he's like it took me two it took me a month I mean no it took me two months to get him to throw a bounce pass I mean a bounce pass took two months when I oh, heard this man. I just could not believe what I was hearing but also I think it was Bart Scott on Get Up when he was talking about it can't wait he said you know when people get to a certain age. Like when uh, your grandparents, they just say whatever. They just throw out whatever because you're at that age where 
I can say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I've care. lived I've lived a lifetime. What do you well, they hear, but they don't listen. I think this is also this is also a uh, sign of the times as far as college sports goes, right? He's like, well, you know, this is this is just like Dion saying he's going to go get a bunch of Louis. That, like, hey, hey look, man, I, I don't have to worry about you know the, the situations around some of these kids. I'll replace you. You'll replace you know what I mean? And yeah. so it is. It is funny. I feel I feel bad for the kids on the team. So do I. You know what I mean? Like that's the first thing that pops in my head is like, man, that is uh, because it's not like. In football, there's a team of 85 scholarships, 140 players. It's like, no, there's like you're talking about like 10 kids. Yeah, you know what I mean, like talking about like 10 kids. Tell me, this doesn't sound like a middle school coach coming to grips over a beer with his buddy about how he can't reach these kids. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Yeah, that's a. And and, and you know what's funny? Anybody who has coached has felt that way before. I mean, about something. That guy sounds like he's at Cancun's having a frozen mark right now. Young men. Throw bounce passes. That is brutal to yeah. say that about your own team. <laughs> so Patino, he did not. That's, that's like <laughs> I think he was even asked about. It. I think the, the days after uh, these the comments least came out. Experience that I've and, had. Yeah, <laughs> what movie? Oh, it sounds like the um, Happy Gilmore when he's at the spelling bee. Wasn't that Billy it? Madison. He, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Thank you. We are all dumber now for hearing that. That's what, that's that's what the tone sounds like. Intelligible. <laughs> I love it, man. That's that's uh I'm that's about as blunt as you can possibly put it, though. This is like me and you went to the bar, and I'm like, "Hey, man, how's the team doing?" Uh, it's the worst experience of my awful. life. Awful, awful. I can't do it anymore. How do you go back out and play? I don't even know if they had when their next game was, but yeah, that's obviously old. But we we had a uh, we had a uh, you know it was brought to our attention. Me and Tiffany, uh, Tiffany couldn't get to it the other day, so. Just it's just hilarious. Well, I've been wanting just, to get to it, but you guys have been teeing off on me. Um, well, right. Last so. So. I just love that. <laughs> you great taking this job. No, it's not St. John's. It's, it's my team. team. It's my team. <laughs> they suck. Not the school. <laughs> not the school. It's, it's, it's my guys. All right. That's it for your life of squid. When we come back, we'll find out what's coming up on the steakhouse. That's next on the morning shift on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.